bless you and we praise you. We magnify you and glorify you. God, be pleased with our praise. Be pleased with blessing your holy name. We speak well of you, for you are holy. You are righteous. You are the king. You are Lord. You are master. You are creator. And we praise you. Glory to God. You are faithful. And thank you, God, for being who you are. We ask God that you search us. Hallelujah. Forgive anything that's not like you. Cleanse us through and through, God. Break up every fallow ground in the name of Jesus. We rebuke any and every evil spirit that does not belong in this house today. We denounce and renounce you. We cast you out in Jesus' name. God, bless the people here. Bless the praise team and the musicians. Bless the security team. Bless God the greeters. Blessing kids count and revolution. Bless the speaker of the hour. Anoint her in the name of Jesus. And we are careful to give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, and amen. Let's praise God as we take our seats. Amen, amen. Good morning, New Antioch. Good morning to our church family, our guests. To those of you who are visiting first for the first time, we want to welcome you to a blessed place. This is a place where you can meet Jesus, change your life, and find your purpose. And we declare that you will experience a worship experience that you have never had before. And we trust and believe that everything you do today, God is going to bless you. Amen. Amen. Our scripture affirmation on this morning, I just want to encourage you on this morning. So many things have been going on. Uh, people have been getting sick. We've had people passing. But I want to encourage you with a psalm on this morning. Psalms 24, which is my favorite psalm in the book. And I just want to go down to the uh, eighth verse. Sorry, this morning. I want to go down to the seventh verse, and I just want to encourage you on this morning. Psalms 24 and 7 says, lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. So lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is he, this king of glory? The Lord almighty, he is the king of glory so on this week I want you to lift up your heads and know that the king of glory shall come in he is the Lord God strong and mighty he is the Lord God mighty in battle no matter what you have going on this week know that he is the king of glory amen do we have any first-time visitors on this morning if you're a first-time visitor would you please just stand we just want to recognize you Amen. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you all for being here in this blessed place. Good morning. Good morning. We greet you. The New Antioch way, we say good morning. If you have not already received a visitor's packet, just raise your hand and our sanctuary attendants will get one for you. And um, you can fill it out and give us the card back because we just want to keep in touch with you. And we want to say hi and thank you for coming to visit with us. God bless you all. Thank you. So anybody next to them, just give them some New Antioch love this morning. God bless you. God bless you. This is our time in our service where we do our giving. This is the time where you can take, yes, one person happy about giving this morning. At New Antioch, we give this morning. So this is the time where you can use your phone in service. Go ahead and take out your phone. You can, there are many ways you can give. You can give at newantioch.org. If you go on there, click online giving. Then click Central Campus. That's where we're at. And go ahead and give that way. You can text to give to New Antioch Central to 77977, and it'll bring back some information. You can follow those prompts. You can cash app 
us by dollar sign new a central you can give that way and you can also give in person if you would like to give in person you can make your way back to my left your right our cfo is back there he can help you if you have a debit card or a card that you want to give on this morning if you like to give by check or cash raise your hands and our sanctuary attendants will give you an offering envelope and you can fill that out and put it in that way amen let's pray for our offering on this morning Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. God, we thank you this morning. God, we thank you that we have to give. God, we thank you that we desire to give. God, would you take what they gave? Would you break it, God? And would you bless it? And would you increase it in this house? God, do what you need to do with every penny, every dime, and every dollar. God, bless someone on this morning and return it to them tenfold. God, somebody needs a financial blessing on this morning. God, when they give out of their love to you, would you bless them indeed? Would you enlarge their territory in the name of Jesus? God, I thank you for them being a cheerful giver. And I thank you for giving it back to them. Because you said in your word that if we give, that you would give it back. So we thank you right now, God. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Come on, let's get back with our praise team as we go into praise and worship. God bless you all. Hallelujah. We give you praise and glory in this place. Come on and give your God a praise. Amen. I'm asking God, what, what, what is the atmosphere? What is it? Amen. Amen. If you would stand with me, we're going to go right into the word of God. I don't know what God is going to do today, y'all. We'll be honest and tell you I don't know why, but I do know. It's been a lot of fight over the word today. And how many know we win? We win. How, ma how many real fighters I got in the house? Like, it's like, I was, you know, I was, I, was, I was here, but when you say it's time to fight, now I'm here, I'm in the house. And so, today we've come... Hallelujah, I get it. So this is a, a, a word that will give you the anointing to live your life. I hear you, God. It's a word that will give you the anointing you need to live your life. Y'all ready? All right, let's go to the word of God. Of course, we're reading in the Amplified Version. We are going to uh, read in Matthew the fourth chapter verses 18 through 22 and the fifth chapter verses 14 through 16. Let's read together on the screen. Matthew 4 and 18. As Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he noticed two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me as my disciples, accepting me as your master and teacher and walking in the same path of life that I walk. And I will make you fishers of men. Immediately, y'all hear that? Immediately they left their nets and followed him, becoming his disciples, believing and trusting in him and following his example. And going on further from there, he noticed two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called to them, to follow him as his disciples. Immediately, they left the boat and their father and followed him, becoming his disciples, believing and trusting in him and following his example. Let's go down to Matthew 5. You are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. 
nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house, anybody in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they might see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Our topic this morning as you take your seat is, I'm a real follower. I'm a real follower. Y'all know that? I'm a real G. Okay, I got a, okay, there we go. I got one and we got. I got another one. She just ain't going to raise her hand. I'm a real G. I'm the real deal. How many of you feel like you the real thing? Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. A real follower. Are you a real follower? Followers subscribers and friends followers subscribers and friends these are all words that social media has tagged and taken and made a part of their language and language and lingo to describe people that are in some way shape or form associated with a particular person product or activity followers subscribers and friends, you can subscribe to YouTube. You can be friends and follow folks on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow people on LinkedIn and my friend's favorite TikTok. All of this is nice, but it ain't real. Hallelujah. Well, I almost felt anointed. It ain't real. They not real followers. It's nice, but when we talk about following Jesus, who is the original, y'all get that? Jesus originated following as he called followers and he called them disciples. Those are real followers. We not, you know, this, this Facebook and, 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 and Steve Jobs, they're they not the real folks that brought this into the world. Jesus really brought it in. So a real follower, a real disciple. So, so when we look at discipleship is the real way to follow. If y'all don't leave nothing with nothing else today, leave with that. If I'm a disciple, I'm a real follower. So what is a disciple? So I asked God, you know, like, talk to me. So he just said, look it up. Looked it up. And the word that stood out to me, here's the definition. It said, being a personal follower of Jesus Christ. Personal. Personal. Have you taken following Christ personally? Or do you follow Christ like you follow people on social media? Are you a real follower? Or do you follow Christ like you follow people on social media? Uh-huh. I follow a couple people. Now, I don't, I'm, I'm getting better. Right? Somebody said, you was on Facebook? Anyway. Do you follow Jesus like you follow social media? We follow people on social media because it's interesting. Are you following Jesus because he is interesting? Oh, my. We follow people on Facebook and TikTok because we are entertained. Ari, the lady with the guitar stomping her foot to the church music, she's entertaining. Are you following Jesus because he's entertaining you? We follow people because they have something we want. A recipe, uh, 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 a, a, a teaching, a, a class of some sort. We are following Jesus like we follow people on social 
social media because we want to be entertained, because it's something interesting, and because they have something that we want. But a real follower takes it personal. A real follower makes what Jesus does their own. Are you associated? Here's what God told me to ask you. Are you associated with me or are you assimilated? Because social media followers are associated. But real disciples of Jesus are assimilated. What's the difference? One, you go and you, and 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 you you you're you're there for entertainment you're there for because you're interested you're there because you're getting something from it oh my does that sound like anybody's sunday attendance because you're interested because you're entertained because you're getting something you want are you associated with christ or are you assimilated that is to take on the morals the values the 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 thought patterns and the behaviors are you assimilated it's quiet in the house are you a follower like social media media or are you a real follower of Christ have you taken it personal do you take living for Christ personal? Now, if you, if you all would, put on the screen for me the, the, the um, flow, the vision flow for New Antioch, okay? So the vision goes like, we are people-focused and purpose-driven, okay? So the people we reach are there on your left. The purposes we utilize to reach them are there on your right. So you all have heard pastors say this many times, right? We are called to the community for the purpose of evangelism. And we're, we, we evangelize to reach a crowd for the purpose of worship. And then we worship to reach a congregation for the purpose of fellowship. And we fellowship to get a group of people that are committed for the purpose of discipleship, for real followers, y'all hear me, real followers of Christ to develop a core that then minister back out to the community for the purpose of evangelism to the crowd, for worship, congregation, for fellowship, commitment, discipleship. Are you a real follower? Are you a real disciple of Christ? In today's scripture reference, we find some men that were out doing their own thing. And then Jesus shows up on the screen, on the scene. They out, they're fishermen. You're out, you're an administrator. You're out, you're a coach. You're out, you're a carpenter. You're out doing your own thing. Is God finding you out doing your own thing? So in our scripture, we see that Jesus has shown up on the, uh, on the scene. Now, you, I, I, I started to give you this entire, this entire lesson because he comes right after John the Baptist is arrested. And, and he's out there. Y'all, Jesus is out preaching the gospel. The purpose that he has come for is to evangelize the town. He has come, he came, he exists so that we could have life and that more abundantly so that we could have relationship with Christ. We are here for the purpose of evangelism and discipleship is how you evangelize. Yeah? He came. So they're out there doing what they do and being who they are. And that's who I want to talk to today. People that are out there doing what you do and being who you are. God is calling for you to be a real follower. You all, we have been called to this community right here in 89106. It would be wonderful and easy for us to go and buy a 
a church that we saw one on 215 and Durango that was big and pretty and ready for us to go. But that's not the community God called us to. We have been called to evangelize this community as disciples of Christ. Are you a real follower? Are you assimilated? Are you a real follower of Christ? Are you living, talking, breathing, reading, living what he has set forth? Jesus shows up. They're doing their thing in their element. And he calls out to them, I need you to understand that everybody hears the call, but not everybody answers. There were a whole lot of people. Put that crowd screen back up for me. It was a whole lot of people following Jesus. But only a few decided to be assimilated. There were a boatload of people that were associated, but only a few decided to assimilate. Will you be the crowd or will you be the core? Will you be the committed? Will you be those that are disciples? Here is how this works. Jesus came. He came in contact with them. So that's the very first thing we want to do today, to make sure everybody has come in contact with Jesus. Have you come in contact with Jesus? Once Jesus came and they're they, they doing their thing, they had a conversation with him. Do you talk to him? Real disciples talk to them. They they not just in the crowd. See, when you're in the crowd, you're only the, you're, you you can't you're not close enough to have this dialogue with them. When you're a part of the crowd, you're only there to sit and get. But disciples sit, get, and then they give. Oh man! So are are you a real follower? Are you a real? disciples so they came in contact with him they had a conversation with him and then he called him. he said will you follow me are you willing to leave what you are familiar with behind to do a familiar thing in an unfamiliar way They were fishermen. They were familiar with fishing. And God said, will you become fisher of men? Are you willing to take the familiar skill that you have and use it for the gospel of Jesus Christ? Are you good at counting money? Are you good at administrating? Are you good at talking to children? Are you good at helping people? Are you a musician? Are you a singer? Do you understand the word of God? Are you good at having a conversation? conversation with God are you a dancer what are you good at God is calling you right where you are to be a follower of him with a familiar skill to do a familiar task in an unfamiliar place and way so he called them and then they committed and here is where discipleship gets real. Because discipleship isn't just about standing up and saying yes. It's about getting out of that boat of familiarity and moving into a place that God has assigned and ordained you to move into. He's asking you to use the skill that he gave you. He, not, he didn't ask them to go out and start uh, building in the ark. He asked them, will you be fishers of men? Will you take that skill that you have and do something in the kingdom with me and for me? Will you do it? That's what God is asking you today. Will you take the skill that I've given you and do what I need done in the kingdom? In 89106, New Antioch Central Campus, will you agree to be a part of the work that I have assigned this city from this place? Do what's familiar to you. 
what's familiar to you. Do what you're skilled and gifted to do. Make a commitment to show up and do something with what you have. And you all, here, here's the crux of today, is that this isn't about um, just doing stuff in here on Sunday morning. You know, real talk, y'all, this is an hour and a half, good solid two hours. And for those that come here early, the earliest person gets here about 745 in the morning. Let's just call a thing a thing. And by 1045, we out talking about what we're going to eat. Real discipleship is about everything that happens before today. Real discipleship, real followers live a life that is led by Christ. So we got contact with Christ, a conversation with him, the call, the commitment. And that's where you go. That's where you're moving. That's where you find out whether or not you are really a part of the crowd. Because what we don't find out is how the people in the crowd live. We don't know who was in the crowd and what they did for a living. We don't know if they were sleeping with somebody, if they was overeating, if they was gossiping. We don't know. This word is to disciple. And if you're here today, I'm telling you, you are a disciple. Outside of this building is a community full of people that are the crowd. Is your life worth, is it noteworthy of somebody to take a look at and say, man, who is that? Where, where does, what do you have? I want what you have. Or is what you have what they have so they are looking over you because you're sitting in the crowd with them? Are you a disciple? Are you a disciple? Are you just a part of the crowd? Jesus said, accept me as your master, your teacher, and walk in the same path of life that I walk. Are you walking in a path that Jesus isn't? Real talk. I, and I know we get on folks that smoke weed and, and, and drink and have sex outside of marriage. I'm talking about your attitude, your heart. I'm talking about what you thinking, what you doing. Why did you overeat this week? Yes, and why did you smoke? Yes, both of them. Why are you using your mouth to, to, to say negative things about people? Will people follow you? Could you witness to the same person you just had a conversation with? What would Jesus do? Would Jesus do what you're doing? Man, I hate that he said that to me. Right, I'm, I'm telling y'all. Because some of the stuff I sit up and watch on TV, I, I, I ain't going to, hey, hey. Because I know some of that food. Girl, the, the <laughs> them housewives, them, ooh. I wouldn't want Jesus to sit up and watch some of that stuff with me. And I'm not telling you not to, to enjoy life and have some, some natural pleasures. I'm saying don't let it feed some negative stuff to you. Don't let it, don't let it, don't let it um, occupy a space that only Jesus should feel. Most of the time, honestly, that we are engaging and indulging in stuff is for one of two reasons. Either we're trying to escape to a place or from a place. Most of the time, we are indulging in things that are carnal and full of fleshly, temporary pleasure. It's because we're trying to escape to a thing or from a thing. I just need to stop. Sometimes it's both. If I could just stop feeling bad and start feeling good. 
I didn't had a stressful day and this happened and this happened. I went to work and I was late. And then when I got there, the supervisor said something off the off the chain to me. And and then I get a call from my family and and somebody suspended from school. And then I forgot to pay the power bill. And then they, you, I need you all to really understand. Hallelujah. The 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 simple things that get us off course from being focused on the main thing. And it is simple stuff in life. Yeah, I know I'm not the only one that gets so thrown off during the course of a week. It's like, whew. Man, if I could go get a cold red, a bag of Cheetos, some Mike and Ikes, some hot wings, and put on some Housewives of Atlanta with my pink, uh, my hot pink shirt on that comes right here and sit in some cool air and don't nobody say nothing to me. Oh, I got some friends in the house. If I could just take this last bit of money I got that I know I should be saving and go to the store on Fridays are good days to go to the mall or to the, to the, if I could just go and just walk, man, it just feels, oh, this is so cute. Look at these shoes and look at this. And if I could just indulge in a carnal fleshly pleasure for a short time I'll feel better and that feel better gets us stuck gets us messed up God is in the business new Antioch at Central Campus and if you're watching us on live God is in the business he is concerned about your Monday through Saturday he is concerned about how you feel Sunday night after a long day of ministry. God is concerned about how you feel and what you got going on. If you can't be a disciple, if you can't be an example, where do those people have to go? If the disciple is distracted, the crowd is crazy. If the disciple is distracted, the crowd is crazy. You are called to discipleship. Oh, my God. Don't spend so much time interested that you don't invest. Don't spend so much time associated that you don't assimilate. Don't stay stuck at the contact and not connect. Don't get stuck in the crowd and not get close. God is calling you to be a real follower. God told me to tell you, he told me, and I'm telling you, let me tell you, so I ain't going to put this just on y'all today. <laughs> he said, I want a level of intimacy with you that allows me to be intrusive. And it reminded me of my girls, Jayla, Faith, and Joy. Joy was a little bitty girl. Let, let me give you this first. He, he, he wants to be intrusive. Is, he, Joy was a little bitty girl. And Nikki told her, stay out of Erica's room. One day I get home, long day of work, and I walk in, and she had to be like two or three years old. She's sitting her hands behind her head. She's sitting on my bed. I said, what are you doing in my room? I'm sitting on your bed. <laughs> she had a level of intimacy with me that she knew she could be intrusive. And y'all want to know the truth? I said, Okay. <laughs> I just got undressed, and then I, you know, I did what I do. I took all my, you know, got in my, my comfortable clothes, and I sat on my bed, and I turned the, turned the uh, channel. I had the nerve to turn the channel on Joy. And she said, this is not a kid's show. I 
said, this is not a kid's room. And then we watched whatever it is she wanted to watch, but you know. But that level of intimacy afforded her the opportunity to intrude on my typical schedule and on my typical way of doing things because she had the, that level of intimacy. Is God able to intrude on your schedule and on your routine? Oh, this is how I always been. I didn't always been like this, so why would I do something different? God is calling you to something different. A level of intimacy that he can be intrusive on. Faith in Jayla. I come home one day, I, you know, we were, summertime was our time, and so I come home, you know, they'd be home all day, and I come home, and they had been in my stuff, in my room, not just in my room, y'all, not just in my closet, but in my drawers in my closet. And I come home, and they're walking around with some of my personals on, right? And I'm like, well, I got a picture of it still. You remember that? Yeah. I was like, and, and let me say this to you. They didn't stay in my personal space with it. They were walking around the house. I said, what has happened? You know, but they, they knew that they... They were bold enough to get into my private space. God is saying, let me be bold enough. Better yet, will you be bold enough to get into some more privacy with me? So when we're talking about intrusive, being intrusive with your intimacy, God said, will you let me get in your stuff? Better yet, will you get in mine? Because God's stuff is very private. Do you have a private prayer time? Disciples, real followers, do you have a real solid prayer time? Where you can intrude a personal private place with God and have something that you haven't had before. Will you have personal prayer time? Will you sit and worship? God told me to tell you there are some things that I need to show you about your own life that will blow your mind. If you would intrude and bombard heaven in your time of prayer, these things aren't as big as they look to you. Real disciples have intimacy with God. Or are you a person who has spiritual reactive attachment disorder? I said, God, really? Are you a person that enjoys the crowd stuff and never the close-up stuff? Are you only able or, or only willing, because you're able to do more, are you only willing to do the superficial that keeps you in, an, in a formal environment? God said, will you let me be personal to you? Will you follow up close and personal? Or will you act like a child who doesn't know how to attach appropriately and only have a superficial relationship with me? That's what reactive attachment, only, the, uh, only having the ability to have these superficial connections. God is asking New Antioch for a real connection. Will you let me intrude on the things that you like that distract you as a disciple? Will you? God said, will you let me use what you have to minister to the crowd. Discipleship is the ability and anointing to live a life that leads, leads others to a life that leads, that, that has the ability to lead others 
through an anointing. Let me say this right. Discipleship is the ability and the anointing to live a life that leads others to Christ. That then have the ability and anointing to live a life that leads others to Christ. That then leads to an ability and an anointing to live, to lead others to a life of Christ. Are you willing? And here's the last thing I'm going to share as we go into our altar call. Here is what God told me. It, this seems so simple to me. And God said, all big, major, big dishes uh, have simple ingredients. Some of the best dishes you have. One of my favorites is gumbo. It got some, it got some chicken, some herbs, some, some salt, some pepper, some cayenne. It, it, simple ingredients. But when they're put together, they make a delicious dish. God said, I'm calling for disciples. He's not talking to the crowd today. So if that's you, you know, no harm, no foul, stay where you're at. Because today, we're going to pray for, honey, come up here. I'm sorry. Randy, would you come up here, please? Uh, Val, Ari, would you come up? I'm going to share a little bit. I have, I have something to, that you all can take with you today. If you believe that you have called, been called to be a disciple, I am going to pray for salvation and, and people that want to give their, they, they, they want to have contact, or they want to have relationship with Christ. But here is something that as we look at our, go back to our um, vision flow. As we look at our vision flow, part of it is, discipleship and what pastor has done is she's written up it's amazing this amazing book if you you just need it because what I'm going to give you each of our purposes has a write-up like this in it but I want to help you commit declare and decree a life of discipleship and so here's what is on this paper I am a real follower, hashtag discipleship. Now, that's mine. Here's pastor stuff. The vision that we raise an army of servant leaders who think like, act like, and speak like Christ and who are committed to excellence, being people-focused and purpose-driven. So here are the things that I want you to begin to declare in your life so that you can bring your daily under subjection and into alignment with what God is calling us to do. God is calling us to be anointed to live the life that he designed. Y'all hear me? Anointed to live the life that he designed. So this week, well, here's what I want you to declare. I am well-read, well-fed, well-led, and well-bred. I am in service to the ministry with an excellent spirit. I am well-trained in ministry. I am cons a consistent tither and giver. I am spiritually excellent. I am physically fit. I am emotionally stable. I'm mentally sound. I'm socially connected. I'm relationally fruitful. I am financially set. I am a disciple. That's what it takes, y'all. And I'm going to be the first to tell y'all that I'm not doing this like this yet. But I declare and decree that I am going to be someone who attracts people to Christ. If you really, really, really want to attract people to Christ, I challenge you to do the things that are on this paper. I challenge you to dedicate your life to Christ in a way that you never have. Allow him to be intimately intrusive with you. Will you allow him to get into some very private places? Will you get into a private place with him? Yes? Amen. If you'll stand at this time, I'm asking everyone that is committed to be a disciple this morning. I have enough of these. If we don't have enough, come and take a paper.
We're going to read this together, and we are going to pray that God would anoint you to do this. I don't know about you, but I have had a challenge doing my daily. I get distracted as a disciple in my dailiness. We are going to. Hallelujah. Once everybody gets their paper, we're going to sing this song. I still say yes. I want you all to stay in a spirit of submission so that we can really make some moves. New Antioch, we got some things to do in this community, and God doesn't want us to be counted out as we move forward to do what he's calling us to do. I'll just say yes. You deliverance ministry and part of the reason some of us struggle like this is because the devil wants you to believe that you can't overcome because if the disciple doesn't believe they can overcome then the crowd won't if you would stand with me I want us to stand together in unity to declare and decree that we are disciples, that we are well-read, that we are spiritually excellent, that we are mentally sound. How many of you really know that you're called to be a disciple? Will you join me in declaring and decreeing every day that you are consistent in your giving and tithing, that you're spiritually excellent, physically fit, emotionally stable. We're going to pray this declaration. Before we pray, is there anyone who wants to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior? So we can let you join in on this commitment. Anybody online, if you want to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you need to rededicate to him, I invite you to type in the comments. Type in your name. We'll get someone to pray with you. Give us your information, and we'll give you a book called Salvation 101 that leads you to this Christ that we talk about following. Anybody want to give their life to God or rededicate? All right, so we're getting ready to do a little bit of warfare.
because I declare and decree that I will be physically fit as a disciple of Christ. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity, oh God, to come before you and repent, God, for the things that have distracted us from being honorable disciples. God, I thank you for this word on today, God, that has come, God, to encourage us to be disciples that are fit to follow you. God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you would go into the weeks and the days and the months that we're about to approach, God, and help us to be victorious, God, in the dailiness of our lives, God, in the mind, God. God, the rapid thoughts, God, the anxious-filled thoughts, God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would come, God, and solidify, God, every thought that is against you, God, that you would, God, we bring those thoughts into captivity. God, every hindrance that comes against us in the name of Jesus, God, that you would stand, God, as a pillar for us, God, in our dailiness, God, every emotional stress, God, every family pressure, God, every physical ailment, God, that comes to distract us. We pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you would give us the strength, God, in the name of Jesus. Give us the strength, God, to be real followers, God. Give us the strength, God, to read your word. Give us the strength to pray and fast. Give us the strength, God, to be spiritually excellent, God. Give us the strength, oh God, to be physically fit and emotionally stable, God. Give us the strength, God, to be connected and relationally fruitful, God. Do it for us in the name of Jesus, God. Do it for us in the name of Jesus. God, I stand in victory over our days, God. In the name of Jesus, I stand in victory over our days, God. Give us success in our life, God. In the name of Jesus, God. And as we move forward as a group of disciples, God, anoint us for this community, God. Give us the anointing, God, to minister to this community, God. In the name of Jesus, God, for every child, every family, every man, every woman, God, we pray that you would anoint us for this community. And we declare, God, and decree that we are successful as real followers of you in the name of Jesus. We pray. Come on, if you believe that God is making you victorious in your own life, give him some praise in this house. Yes. You all may have your seat. New Antioch, we are headed somewhere. And in order to be true followers and leaders in this community, we got to get ourselves together. We got to get our stuff together, all of it. Who do you need to minister to? To the seniors, do you need to minister? Do you need to minister to the widows? Are you there to feed? What has God called you to do? Be a real follower. Let God invade your personal space and make you whole, complete, and lacking nothing. Amen. Amen, Pastor. This morning, are you a real follower? And that's where we're, our month this month is on discipleship. We're leveling up our discipleship to be just like Christ. So we're going to stop from, and we're going to take it from here and take it to next, another level on next week. Amen. Actually talking about some of the things that are on your paper. So uh, come on and hang with us this month as we level up our discipleship.
That's our service for today. If you know that this is the place that you want to be, that God is saying, this is where I want you to come from the crowd and be part of the congregation. Because then it's the congregation that becomes a part of the committed uh, that are here for discipleship, to be more and more like Christ. We would love for you to be a part of our church. We, I would love to be your pastor, and we would love to be your church family. And so if that's you and you know this is where God is planting you, when you leave today, uh, right on the other side of those double doors, there will be people waiting for you that are ready to sign you up for, to, for our growth track, which is our new members connection. Matter of fact, we are having the first class today, I believe. Um, uh, and so today is the time that I spend to explain to you. You can just hang out today if you want. I'll explain to you uh, what our uh, church teaches and part of the vision things that you've heard today. Uh, so Grow Track starts today for anybody that wants to be a new member. You can readjust some stuff and do it later. It'll just, I'll keep you for about an hour uh, after service and talk a little bit about what New Antioch is all about. Uh, but you can join at any time. Just see them, and we would love to have you start your journey here uh, at New Antioch. We are called to this community and we would like to, um, we're going to partner with the county for our back to school fair. Uh, so the back to school fair, there's one on the 26th and one on the 28th. We will be at, the, at both of them actually. This campus uh, and our Antioch Community Services will have tables at Pearson uh, Community Center uh, and then the Sunrise Campus uh, and uh, Antioch Community Service will have a table at the Walnut Rec. Uh, that's the 26th of this month and the 28th. It's in the afternoon. What our part is, is to uh, uh, fill up those tables. So we need notebooks, pens, and pencils uh, from this campus. Uh, but ACS needs markers and crayons, and uh, Sunrise Campus needs uh, pens, pencils, um, and pens and, oh, and hand sanitizer, right. Pens, pencil, and hand sanitizer. So wherever you bring it, we'll, oh, erasers too? I didn't know about the erasers, praise God. So whatever you bring, we're going to begin to bring it now, bring it on the altar. At this church, we give, and we give to the community. So we do want you all to begin to bring those items um, when you bring them, just bring them in church, put them on the altar. We'll, once we get all of them, we do pray over them uh, because as that now that's our prayer that is going into hundreds of households uh, because we have prayed over these things. So uh, continue to do that. On July 23rd, Saturday, July 23rd, we are having a mass training day. I'm excited about it. We're going to get together and do a mass training. We're going to talk about communication and connection as we get more and in more into the community. And so it is for servant leaders, all servant leaders, coaches, and uh, community leads, community group leaders, all servant leaders, coaches, and community group leaders. It is a training for you. Unless you're out of town, it is a mandatory training for you. Unless you're at work or have COVID, you, it is a mandatory training for you uh, to be there. But anyone, in, you, uh, anyone can come. It's going to be here from 9 to 1 on July 23rd, just a mass training day. It's going to be a lot of fun for us. We haven't been able to get together for a lot of our training. This is a training church, and we do training whether we do anything. And so you're going to enjoy it. Don't forget our Wednesday Bible study, um, Lunch with Robbie. Uh, we have a, a pastor that is doing her internship uh, here for us this summer. And so she is on every Wednesday at noon. So uh, have lunch with Robbie. Uh, uh, Robbie Nickerson is an excellent, excellent teacher, and you'll enjoy that. And then next Sunday is Coaches Sunday. So all of our coaches, uh, please make sure that you're here next Sunday uh, for our uh, for the sermon is especially for you, but it's for everybody. We thank God for all of our visitors. Please come back and see us at any time. We are so love the fact that you are with us today. Amen. We are standing.
Unless y'all don't want to go home, I'll hang out with you. Amen for Evangelist Collins hanging out with us today. God bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you, we praise you, and we magnify you for this day. God, we ask you to move on this congregation as you move them, God, into being disciples. God, we are leveling up our walk with you. Now, God, as you send us out into this week, we ask you to give us divine appointments with somebody that's out in the crowd. God, let us contact them. God, let us be that one that they look at us and say, I want something that she has. I want something that he has. God, give us divine appointments for people that you're going to save. Save in the house of Antioch. Save through the house of Antioch in the name of Jesus. So God, again, send us out into this week to serve you, and we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Love on somebody with your mask on.